Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, we welcome you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, Pastor Greg Scalzo will be starting the next sermon in his Through the Bible series on Heavenly Authority. You can find information about our church at shiarjeshub.org, and you can view our weekly Sunday message on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. Here's Pastor Greg. In the Heavenly Authority series, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and verse 28, we've been looking at different offices. Remember back at um, verse 4, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 4, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities or workings, but it is the same God who works all in all. And we talked about different ministries, different offices that the Holy Spirit appoints in the church, and then down to verse 28, and God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers. Now we've studied the apostles, we've studied the prophets, we've studied the teachers, and there's a one two, three, and then after that it says, after that or then, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, variety of tongues, okay, and he says, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, do all have gifts of healings, do all speak with the tongues, do all interpret, but earnestly desire the best gifts, and then he goes on to talk about the most excellent way of love. Now that list there that we have in verse 28 is not exclusive. Uh, he's not saying this is the, all the offices. There are other offices as well, but he, he's making a point here, remember. He's bringing them into a knowledge and understanding that you have these gifts of the Holy Spirit. You are misusing what God has given you. There are offices that you are called to, and then he goes on, he wants to speak to them about love because that's the thing they're lacking, faith, hope, and love. It's become more a, a display of what do you have? What gift do you have? What gift do I have? As opposed to a seriousness of let's use what God has given us in the ministries God has called us to for the purpose of building this house of love to the glory of Almighty God and Jesus Christ. So we don't expect him to have to name all the different offices, but he's named, obviously, the three most important, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers. And if you go ahead to Ephesians chapter 4, you have Paul again, in a very similar way, listing the offices that are in the church. And if you look down in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11, Ephesians 4 and verse 11, and he himself gave some to be apostles, again listed first, some prophets, again listed second, some evangelists. Now that wasn't listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. 
but it is an office ordained by the Holy Spirit. And some pastors and teachers, and here you have the pastors and teachers closely associated. Remember, you had third teachers in 1 Corinthians 12, 28. Now you have teachers mentioned again and an association with pastors. But what we're looking at is that he's added evangelists to the list. And verse 12, he says, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That, that is the reason, and we've studied this before, that is the reason for the offices, for building up of the saints, the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the work of ministry, for the edifying, the building up of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and of a knowledge, the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man. And we've, and we've studied that several times. So what we want to look at now is this one listed here, this third one listed in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, this office of the evangelist. Okay, that's what we're up to. And we'll, Lord willing, spend a couple of weeks on this. Um, the word evangelist there in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 is euangelistes. Euangelistes. That's the first word up there on the board. Euangelistes. It comes from the verb to evangelize, euangelizo. Euangelistes and euangelizo. And you can see by looking at it how we get the word evangelist, right? Uh, it looks like evangelist. When you have double G's, what does the first G make? What sound, Francis? Remember? An N, right? It makes an N sound. That's why you get that, that sound in there with the N. You ang, you angelistes. And you angelizo means to, that verb means to bring, to declare, to proclaim, to announce good news, glad tidings, to evangelize, to preach the gospel. So an evangelist is one that brings the good news, that brings, proclaims, announces these glad tidings, the evangelist. And if you look at the word evangelist there at the top, euangelistes, um, you'll notice it has you in there, which means well or good, and angelistes, which was the word we get angel from, right? Right? Messenger. Messenger of good, a messenger who brings good, a messenger of good, stays. a preacher of the gospel. And gospel in the Greek is euangelion, euangelion, good message, good news, right? So the evangelist evangelizes, proclaims the good message, proclaims the good news, brings the gospel. And all those words are connected in the Greek. And so let's look at three references. We'll start here. There's three references for this word evangelist in the New Testament. Here in Ephesians 4.11, it is clearly a distinct office, right? You can tell that from the words that, that Paul uses. There's a distinctiveness of function of the church. They have apostles, some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some evangelists. There's a distinct office in the church. And obviously there needs to be the appropriate gifts of the Holy Spirit then to perform that ministry, that office. So Ephesians 4.11 shows us that the evangelist is a distinct 
function in the church. Then the second reference we want to look at uh, is in the book of Acts and the example that we receive in the book of Acts of an evangelist. And we'll look at Philip the evangelist who actually preached to the Gentiles the way that later on Paul would. But he was the, really the first one. This is before Cornelius, before Acts chapter 10 when Peter goes to Cornelius' house. At this time, Paul is Saul. He's persecuting the Christians. And here you have Philip the evangelist that will bring the word of God, will bring this good message, proclaim this good message to those who are non-Jews. And this is not the Apostle Philip now. This is Philip the evangelist. Let's get his background. And we've read this before in Acts chapter 6 in this study. You'll remember it when we study the Apostles. Uh, in those days, uh, when the number of disciples were multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. So remember the great church at Jerusalem that we studied about and the working of the Holy Spirit through the apostles to build this church. Well, in that church, you have the Hebrew or Aramaic-speaking Jews who tend to be more native to the area, and then you have your Hellenistic or your Greek-speaking Jews. Uh, and in the distribution of the food to help the widows, the Hellenistic, the Greek-speaking Jews, felt their widows were being neglected. So you have here a report of really the first church division, a point that could break up the work that was going on, the wonderful work of the Holy Spirit in Jerusalem early on. In verse 2, then the twelve summoned the multitude of disciples and said, it is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. And we study that. Remember, there was an importance to the apostles having dedication to the word of God. Verse 3, therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good, listen to the requirements, and really these are requirements for all those in authority. Seek out uh, from among you, so from among the believers, seven men of good reputation, good reputation, right? full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. Right? Believers from among them right, who had good reputation, they were full of the Holy Spirit, they were full of wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. We can give them this charge how important it is for servants of God who are called into his service to have that good reputation. A lot of times in the church, we forget the character matters as well. And it's important that the persons be anointed by the Holy Spirit, be gifted by the Holy Spirit, and have wisdom from the Holy Spirit. And sometimes people might have a gift from the Holy Spirit and not necessarily have opened themselves up to the wisdom that comes. And these men, these seven men, by having these qualifications, would then put at rest the minds of the believers to know that things were being done properly and one group was not being treated with favor over another group. And they'll appoint them over this business. And really you have here in Acts chapter 6 the origin of the office of the deacon. These seven are appointed as deacons over the business of the church. As a matter of fact, when you look up above, you look up above to verse 2, and it says, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. That word for serve is diakonio, diakonio that we get deacon from. 
Okay, so they appoint these seven, and it says in verse 5, and the same pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, and Philip, and Philip's the one we're going to be focusing on, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, so they're praying, they're seeking God's will, the people have chosen these men based on the qualifications the apostles gave, then they pray and then they lay hands on them. On our website at shiarjeshub.org, you will find information about our church, info on Pastor Greg's award-winning book, and a library of hundreds of Bible study radio programs, as well as some special offers to help you in your walk with Jesus. And we have also added links for those who would like to listen to the Through the Bible Heavenly Authority series on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Plus, we have a significant video library of our Sunday sermons. We live stream the Sunday morning service at 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, and then the video is posted up on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel, both on YouTube and Rumble.com, as well as on the church website itself. The website address again is shiarjeshub.org, and you can check Isaiah 7, verse 3 for the spelling. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.